Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This guy, I couldn't be happier. Uh, He's a great cat, a great cop done a lot of good work in his world and um you know the, the world got weird a couple years ago and they canceled a great tv show man it was it was really live pd pd cam was on fire mm-hmm. and he was a great host and, and we talked about it many times that you know cops you know uh were taking a, a real real beating in in the news and a lot of it was rightfully so not all police it's, it was an incredibly small amount of police officers but you know how it is when mm-hmm. it's when it's all you see on the news, it's what you believe. It's, mm. it's, and why I do believe police officers have always had to be held to higher standards, and and they have to be the best of the best. Sometimes bad ones get through, and we saw that, and we there's no denying it. It's just it's what happens. But it's not ninety nine point nine percent of those officers out there are just underpaid people who have a very uh, specific character, and that is to protect others. And they, they give themselves, and they put themselves in a line, and they risk everything, and they risk their, their, their you know, going home to their families at night. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I just am, and I, and undeniably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but again, you have to be honest about it. We saw, we saw what happened with Floyd. We saw the, the cameras where cops, bad ones, were mm-hmm. shooting people in the back. It happened. Uh, to that end, this showed what it really like to be a cop. When they were doing live PD and they were doing PD cam, it showed everything that a cop goes through every day. The guys you meet on the street, he was part of the gang unit, the gang guys you know. The, the fact that maybe I'm not so worried about the fact you have a 40 open sitting there next to you, mm-hmm. but I am interested in, hey, do you know that somebody, maybe something truly devastating to, to innocent people is going to happen? Maybe we talk about that. The, the negotiations and the friendships, the relationships and what it takes to be a good police officer, to be a part of your community, to not just be a stormtrooper, but to be a guy who is uh, loved and but respected as well. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a fine line, and we saw that. When they took that show off, it, it was just a heartbreaker. And uh, now, in just a few weeks, like a few or a couple months, they literally go instantly to the most watched show on cable TV. 
born December 7th in California, our next guest is a retired lieutenant in the Tulsa, Oklahoma Police Department who, over the course of his nearly 25-year career, worked as a gang unit supervisor, eventually becoming a reality television sensation as part of the ratings juggernaut that was A&E's Live PD. He has his own podcast, Cocktails and Cocktails, and now he's back every Friday and Saturday night on the Wheels Network with the shows, on Patrol First Shift, and the number one most watched show on cable, on Patrol Live. Please welcome, longtime friend of the show, Sean Sticks Larkin. Hey Sticks, how you been brother? Good morning, buddy. How are you doing? Good. Listen, congratulations, man. What a what a, a wonderful, triumphant comeback. Oh, man. I, uh, you know, I want to say that – here's what I'll say. Thank you very much, first of all. Um, you know, I think everybody working on the show anticipated it doing well. We just didn't think so from week one right away that it would uh, just put up the ratings that it's doing. So we're very, very happy. Yeah, well, listen, it is very hard to get lightning in a bottle, and people move on, and, and moments and things in life change. It, it's Everybody wants a, a hit TV show, and uh, it just doesn't always happen that way. So so why I knew they took the other show off way too early? You just, to me, you know, switching networks, anything anything can be weird. Who you go up against, the moment in time, or people, you know, did, did, did things move on, or is this now another... Is there another thing that people want in reality television, another kind of specific genre? And uh, at the end, you always come back to the one formula. Good is good. Entertainment is entertainment. And messages, when they're clear and they're truthful, they always cut through. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, I mean, you hit the, the hit the hammer right on the nail there. I mean, people, listen, here's what I keep saying to everybody is, you know, over the last two to three years, um, you know, some of the most talked about things, in the media have been, you know, the, the difference in the politics between red and blue, COVID sure. and law enforcement. You know, those are probably the three biggest things, you know, or, or some of the biggest things that have gone on. And so you have a show like On Patrol Live, which allows people from the comfort of their own home to sit and watch and basically judge for themselves what the men and women are doing across the country and, and actually see the full story of what these guys go through each night. Yeah, no, and it's it is the only way you'll ever make people really ha- feel like they know what happens with police officers, and and you know we can we can make statements, we can see the news, we can read articles, but in the end, you're right. When you're watching it happen live, and you see the decisions that have to be made, the humanity that is being shown, and and, and the other thing is like you talk about, we, we're so weird as people. We have this hard divide. Some people, not not me so much, but some people are like, I'm either like this, and I'm against them. And then you see oh, yeah. that I watch, you know, I, I think back to watching shows with you. You were, uh, for lack of a better term, reaching across the aisle uh, to somebody who had a very different life than you. You are authority. You are law. But you also know that they're still humans and that there's varying degrees of everything. And not everything is black and white. And there's a lot of gray. You, you uh, had the wow. respect. And, and I, I think, I don't, I don't know if you'd call it friendship, possibly, of some of these gang guys. You know, you're not there to judge how they got there, or you're under, you can't always understand why someone's life led them a certain way. But yeah, exactly. You know, and, and you know, the, the police officer here in America has a lot of discretion, and you know, we're not out here to make everybody's life miserable. I mean, what we're actually trying to do, especially in some of the communities, is you know, the areas that's got these 
you know, major drug problems or violence that's just plaguing these neighborhoods, we're going after those guys, you know, the guys that are causing that havoc in this area. But just going back to what you were saying, you know, talking about dealing with these gangsters, again, going back to the show on Patrol Live, it allows people to watch this and they see, hey, there's not this adversarial thing between the police and the public. And it doesn't matter what community. It uh, doesn't matter the race. doesn't matter the financial status or anything like that. We cut breaks on damn near every single call or car stop we go to in some way. Um, and, and it just, again, allows people to see that from home. Yeah, because, listen, there's there's the law, and it's very specific, or there's also, like, the, the, the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is what everybody's got to understand. There's certain things that you got to go, hey, this has to come off the street. This is the kind of person we can't have out there. Some of some things are just byproducts of a bad situation, and those are the things I always think, man, you know, is that the most important thing, or is it is it the guy doing the drugs, or is it the guy selling the drugs? And, and, and you got to get the guy selling, right, because then it eliminates the guy doing it. Right, exactly. Well, and again, I just kind of keep rehearsing it. When people are watching that show, and that's the beauty of us being in eight different police departments across the country, you see how different things are from department to department and even just officer to officer. So, you know, the, the conversation that people get to have at home is, sure, there's one agency where they might, you know, constantly arrest the drug user, and that opens up that discussion. Hey, is this the best thing, you know, the, the department's resources could be used for? Could they be used for going after that guy that's out there selling the dope yeah. um, and, and so forth? Yeah, no, and, and, and so many great discussions, and I just, I'm so happy to watch this new show, man. By the way, if you guys don't know this, On Patrol Live, Friday, Saturdays, 8 o'clock, Kansas City time on Reels, R-E-E-L-Z, almost all of us have it on our, on our networks, and uh, it jumped instantly to the number one show on cable, and uh, the, how'd the network react to that, by the way? You know, uh, listen, Reels is a, it's a much smaller uh, cable channel. Um, than some of the other ones that are out there. And, and yes. if my numbers are correct, I think they're in like 40 million homes across the country, um, which is, a, you know, it's a significant amount. But compared to some other cable channels or broadcast TV, I mean, it's very, very small. Um, you know, I told family and friends when the show was coming on, hey, if we're a top 25 show, yeah. I think everybody's very happy. And then week one, you come out literally number one for cable TV, both Friday and Saturday. And we're three weeks into the show now. It's happened every single week, um, you know, and that, that the demo is what matters, the advertising dollars. And uh, I, I know from the president of Reels, he sent something out, and he said basically in one day they had a show that they put on air that completely changed their network. Uh, yeah. They went from a show that didn't have one in the top 25 to now having the top one. Yeah, and so it's, it's pretty, it, he better send, he needs to send a check with that. I'll just tell you that right now, Sticks. Because <laughs> let me that's on, that's uh, on that's on your back, and I'm, I'll be the first one to say it. Like you need to, I know you know that, but uh, I would tell you, I, I hope you have a great agent because it's it's this is important. I, I think it's a great show, and I think it's doing a great service for the world. But it is you only have access to forty million of the how many people are in the United States? Three hundred million. Like, oh yeah. You know? And, and and so if you can pass those guys who have all have way more people viewing, but you have such a, and I don't know that people always understand the difference between the amount of people viewing and, and how long you watch, but to do right. it with a, with a forty million against the three hundred, it's it's impossible. It's just goddamn impossible. Well, and especially for one hundred and eighty minutes, you know, the show's live for three hours. You know, it's just not a thirty minute sitcom that yeah. people tune into. It, it holds. Uh, you know, holds that attention for those three hours. And 
And I think that's one of the things that's so successful is just the law enforcement genre is, you know, people are just naturally drawn to it. I mean, if you look at the fictional shows that are on television, the movies, the, you know, the true crime series that are out there and, and so forth. But when you have this live show, those of us on set that are there watching, as well as the people at home, you have no idea what's going to happen. So there's that draw. And listen, every show, it does have its funny moments that, you know, we chuckle at and the public chuckles at. And, and Twitter is such a huge part of the show because we're live. Uh, you know, we're tweeting live back and forth with the, the viewers and they're communicating with each other. There's just so many different facets that go into why I think this show is so appealing to people. Yeah, well, I think we do in our hearts want to believe, you know, that we're still uh, good guys eh, with, with feelings about justice and, and, and helping people. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's so easy for people in this day and age now to skew the narrative, eh, whether it be on social media, whether it be the news itself, which People have no idea. You're in the business now, so you know as much as anybody that, you know, what people think the news is as a Bible. And I'm like, you don't understand. They're driven by ratings and they're driven by a board of directors. They have to make money based on advertising. So they're going to feed you whatever they think you will consume the most of. And that is across the board truth. That is across the board left. It's across the board right. And it's just the way it is. Stop complaining. Just know it is. And then think about your life. Well, that's a, educate yourself. You yeah. know, I mean, I know we're, kind of, we're almost even going off of the original topic, but yeah. I, I was at a, deal, uh, at a deal a couple of years ago out in New York City, um, and it, it was called History Speaks, and it had a bunch of different, it, you know, uh, Bush spoke, Clinton spoke, Matthew McConaughey. I mean, it just had a wide range of people that were speaking, and that was one of the things that was brought up was, you know, when the news changed, it, it just because it became about money. Right. And so right. that's why you've got various networks, various, you know, newspapers and so forth that cater to one side or the other because it's advertising. That's it right. is money. It, 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 you know, if you look at the news in the 80s and the days of, you know, Brokaw and, and, and stuff like that, they delivered the news. They were just like, hey, here it is. It's not the opinion piece that we typically get now. Um, and that is what our news is filled with. Um, but, yeah, you do. Watching the show, you get the full story. You get to see – you know, that the layers of the onion peel back of, of something that's happening, whether it's a car stop or even this past week, there was, a, you know, an officer stopped a car and they had some stolen car batteries in the back seat that happened to be actually just taken in an armed robbery from AutoZone. So the next thing you know, the SWAT team's out there trying to get the suspect. And, you know, people get to see the full story of how something so small, so trivial turns into this big caper. Yeah, well, that's and that was my and then I'm, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole, but that was you got it. That was my point. Was just you have this this side. It goes all all cops are terrible stormtrooper, heavy handed, uh-huh. you know. And then yeah. you have the other side. You don't you dare question an officer. I'm like, no, no, no. You got to find the middle. You of course has to question yep. ever all authority to to because it should be the best of the best. And of course, this other side, like they're all bad. You're insane. These are underpaid dudes who are working so hard and they're taking such risks. And, and they're doing it. Listen, the only reason you take that job is because you, you have a certain kind of character and you care. You, have a, you are a guy, you were built somehow to solve problems. You want to be part of a solution. Now, it doesn't mean that a bad guy doesn't slip through. Listen, I, I, sure. I work in radio. And some guys are decent guys. Other guys are terrible dicks. That's just the way it is, Sean. <laughs> just, you know, it's, that, it's, that, is, that is it in every walk of life. I don't, yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter what your profession. If you're a doctor, I'm sure there's some guys that you think are just, you oh, know, real yeah. pricks that shouldn't be doctors and so forth. And it happens in the law enforcement profession as well, for sure. Let's talk about the important part. Now that you're 
But this TV show is back. It's number one across the board on Reels. The dating thing. Are you single? <laughs> What's happening with you? Man, I am actually a married man. So what? What have you done? Yep. Congrats. Yep. yep. Yeah, thank you. I got married back in January. So, uh, you know, after uh, Live PD went off the air, it was the first time in three and a half years. I wasn't, you know, on the road every week traveling back to New York. And, um, you know, I, I life kind of settled down. And I was back in Tulsa just working full time as a police officer and, and met a wonderful woman and dated for, gosh, over, you know, almost two years and then uh, got married this past January. Good so. for you. What, is she a civilian? What does she do? Yeah, she's a civilian, man. She's just uh, she she's uh, her family's heavily involved in in philanthropy. Very good. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know you want to keep it private, but I just I, yeah. I just was getting a feel for what she does with her life as well. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, she's uh, she's a wonderful, wonderful woman. Very fortunate. Ah, so good for you. Man. I had a good I had a good good few years of being single. Can you imagine though? She's now going to see this for the first time. This phenomena of a TV show like this. And and what it's going it. to mean? This is going to be fun. Yeah, no, it is. You know, and she's been uh, she's been traveling with me, and um, you know, back and forth. And I, again, I met her after the show, so she had no idea, you know, what all it, it would it will entail. And we're just getting started. And that's what I tell her. I was like, it gets busy. Be ready. But so far, uh, so good. Dude, I love that. I love I love that she was the girl you fell in love with between the big deals. You know, the big stardom television, everything that goes along with it. And uh, and saw you for you, and now now guess she gets to take that ride with you again. That's that's pretty that's pretty magnificent. Thank you, sir. Like I said, man, I'm just uh, just a regular dude that's gotten very very lucky as far as this TV stuff. So definitely, I appreciate it, dude. It's a good message. It's a great show. Don't forget, everybody, on reels Fridays Saturdays. It's on Patrol Live. Sticks is back, and uh, you know the deal, man. You get to Kansas City, the doors always open. It's uh, dinner, whatever, man. Likewise, I know you come down to that music festival here in Pryor, Oklahoma. Yep. Unfortunately, I've worked on weekends now. You know, I think our first weekend off is Christmas. So that's, uh, that's how much, I think that's our first weekend off. But if you come down, man, I don't know if I'll be here, but we'll hook up some point. All right, brother. Take care, my friend. Take care. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kyle Petty in a few minutes. He's got a new book called Swerve or Die. And, uh, it, dude, it's, it's, you know, and I always consider myself to be a bit of uh, stuff I'm interested in, getting the history of it, digging in a little. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, there's so much I didn't know about that four generations of racing with the Petties, with Lee Petty to Richard Petty, to Kyle Petty, to his son Adam, and uh, it, it, the, just the background of it and how it started. And, and, you know, we think of the Petty family, we just think bazillionaires. Right. Champions. Yeah. Oh, dude, when he was a kid, dude, they, that was barely holding on. That was $3,000 wins, you know, his father, Richard, right. you know, Richard, and, and then his grandfather, Lee, who was back in the, you know, those are just bootlegger booze days, rum runners, man. Lee sounds like a whole thing in himself. <laughs> There's a story in there about uh, Kyle Petty's father, Richard Petty, the great, the king. The king got his first cup series race, uh, first win. His dad walked up and said, no, you goddamn didn't, and uh, filed a complaint. <laughs> that alone. And took the win away from his own son. Jesus. In front of God and everybody. His wife at the time wouldn't even talk to him. This is Lee Petty. And what had happened was when they all got to pit, he had lapped his son, not once, but twice. And he called it, he filed the formal, he took the check, mm-hmm. took the win, took the trophy, and drove his ass on home. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a real, it wasn't like a little side deal. No. Like, like, like a little local racetrack. It was a real race. And, and it was his son's first one. And he's mm. like, that's not how you learn to win. Now, why that is true. Yeah. And you want to be, you want to make someone hard. Yeah. God damn. In a world of participation trophies, (laughs) you know, and making sure your kid feels good about everything. Mm -mm. You literally waited until he was an adult, had 50, 60 races, got his first (laughs) one, snatched it right out, and you did it in front of people. That teachable moment was an ass whip. You know what? And he went on to become the king. Yeah. It's it's a great story, man. uh, I want to get Kyle on right away, man. It's, uh, hold on here, let me... Hey, I'm going to skip the intro, intro uh, to Jake just this time. Sorry, Greg. I just I don't want to lose any time with Kyle. That's hey, fine. Kyle. Welcome back, man. How are you? Great, man. Great. Thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate it. Hey, brother. It's I got to tell you, I, I was just telling I thought this, I, I was pretty up on most history of things I enjoy. Uh, there's so many great stories in this book I have never heard before. Things I never knew that I was like, God dang. It's a great <laughs> book. Thank you very much, man. I, you know, it's, it, listen. The, the the funny part is, or the sad, I don't know if it's the funny or the sad part is, I lived all that. That that is that is the thing. I, you know, Dale Jr. and I, we were talking. And he's like, "Man, you really are some walking history." When when you start talking, and and it is, my dad's walking history. Uh, sure. But I kind of fill in some of the blanks there. Yeah, but I mean, you that generational from Lee to your dad Richard, of course, to you Kyle and and your son Adam, and 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 you go. You go, wow, that four generations, and there's so many wonderful stories, hard stories. I had no idea. And and it starts, the book starts, of course, you're very, very young, and, and everything that you're into from breaking bones, riding motorcycles, to, you know, riding in the dark and getting clipped by a telephone wire. You know, I mean, to, to the fact that, well, I mean, let's start real young. You were just a baby. The day your mother, who is, by all accounts, a very tough lady, 
she comes out of the delivery room with a black eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And listen, and that's not family story, uh, family legend. We've got pictures of it. Supposedly she had a, uh, it was a, a, a female doctor in, in the delivery room with her. Um, and she was screaming and the doctor told her she was going to have to quieten down a little bit. And, uh, you know, this is 1960. And, um, finally the doctor just gets tired of it and just punches her in the face and knocks her out. And, um, <laughs> then she delivers the baby and, and, and that's it. So she comes out, she comes out with a black eye. She comes out with a black eye and comes home with a baby. And that's, uh, that's, I guess that's how they delivered babies in 1960. I, I don't know. Oh, it just, but but it's so real. The fact that you know when your when your uh, when your father, what was his first big cup race? He's in the he's in the winner's circle, and his father Lee, your grandfather, walked up and said, "No, you did not win this race," and it was his yeah. first big win. Yeah. That's that was about money. Uh, that was about money. My, you know, and and you, you read the story. It, the company itself made more money if my grandfather won the race that day than if my father did. And in actuality, my grandfather did win the race. And and, and my grandfather was that way. He he was always, and, and he said it. You know, I, I want him to win a race, but I don't want to give it to him. Right. Uh, and my grandfather used to tell us all the time, nobody's going to give you anything in life. And if they do give you something, it's just because they didn't want it and it's not worth anything in the first place. That's right. Um, so that's always the way he kind of looked at it. And, and we grew up with that mantra, I guess. And, and it shows that that was, that was his words put into action. He was not going to give Richard Petty a race. And, and the, the thing that struck me, many things, was, A, it clearly works. Look at, look at the rest. Look at the lineage. Look at, look at your ability. Look at the, the greatness that comes out of the Petty family. And the other thing is, in this world of participation trophy children, that they all got to feel good at the end of their competition, dude, when your dad and you're an adult literally goes, no. And he was right. He had lapped him when he was in the pit and took yeah. it. And, and, and even though, of course, he loved your father, but yeah. he, he knew for sure you got to learn, you got to know, and you got to take it yourself. It's gonna, this is going to come back to you, even if this is a hard moment. And I'm sure for yeah, your, he, your grandpa, he, look, he didn't want his wife, your grandma, to be super mad at him all the way home. No, no. Listen, he he didn't, but she was for a long time. Oh, no. you, you have to know my grandma too. I'll tell you a, a, a quick story here. He um he used to like the they there's chicken fighting and and is is and gamecocks are are big in North Carolina, South sure. Carolina. My granddad my granddad used to go and he'd gamble on them. So he got they got there was a raid and he they got busted in Roanoke, Virginia, back in the early fifties. Um, and he called my grandma on the phone. And he told her, he said, Elizabeth, I need you to come to Roanoke, which was about 80, 90 miles. He said, I need you to come to Roanoke and bring, bring a hundred dollars. Um, and, and, or I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to spend three or four days up here in jail. Uh, and she said, well, I'll see you in three or four days. Um, and that was the end of the conversation. She hung up the phone and, and he called back and she wouldn't answer the phone. She was not going to spend a hundred dollars to get him out. The point is everything my granddad did. Uh, and everything my grandma did, because they came through the depression, was to make a buck. It was all about getting ahead and putting food on the table. And that—that that is, that—that's the big deal. They knew it was, the times could be hard, and they had lived through them. And they did—they didn't want—they wanted you to have that work ethic, uh, to always be willing to work for something. Kyle, if you're just joining the show, the great Kyle Petty's with us. And to your grandma, you know, you talk about uh, May 9th, 1970, Darlington. Uh, it was your dad. He—he he, uh, a terrible wreck. Terrible. They used to run in a wide world of sports. Uh, yeah. when he, he, he had hit, he'd hit a wall, and then when he came back, they didn't know if it was a ball joint or what it was, but the car, he just lost it, and it just, what, five or six hard full-speed flips. 
Yeah. Tore the wall down on the front stretch. Uh, he'd already wrecked once that week in, in another car, so that was a backup car, and uh, just rolled it down the front stretch. And at that time, they didn't have the, the window nets, and he, he slung out the side. So every time the car would, would rotate and do a pirouette, um, he would be hanging out of the car. Uh, and, and when it finally stopped, he was half in and half out. And, uh, I mean, it, it, it was, it's a scary crash. When you Google it or watch it's it on terrible. YouTube, it's a scary-looking crash. Um, but my grandma, uh, she, she looked at it, uh, not a mechanic, just been around racing her whole life, not a mechanic. And she looked at it and she thought, well, that's never going to happen again. And she took one of, uh, one of their old race uniforms and cut it up and made a window net. And the next week when he showed up at the racetrack, she had a net on the window to keep him in the car. If that happened again, because that was her little boy, uh, and it wasn't but about a month after that, NASCAR mandated window nets for all race cars to keep the drivers inside the cars. And uh, it's just my grandmother sitting at home watching her on TV came up with the idea. Uh, and that window net is in the Hall of Fame. My granddad's in the Hall of Fame. My dad's in the Hall of Fame. My Uncle Maurice is in the Hall of Fame. And my grandmother's window net is in the Hall of Fame here in Charlotte. Uh, at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Listen, Kyle, I know we have short time. I'm only to page 55. I read the book cover to cover last night because I loved it so much. we got to get some more time because there's so many incredible stories. And and, uh, I I don't want to give anything away, but I was reading the story about your son and just uh, his resting place. I mean, I was tore up last night reading that. I mean, like tears in your eyes tore up. yeah. I, I'd love to get you back on and really go through this because I think what an amazing family. What a great story for people to hear. Uh, it really is a, a great, great story. Yeah, I, listen, I, I really appreciate it. And I'll set something up and I'll call you back. And we, listen, we can make a mini series out of this. We'll just do it once. We'll do it five minutes a day until we get through the book if you want to. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I would love and I to. Say, yeah, and, and I say this because I, I'm honestly, Kansas City. Uh, as, as part of our life with, with Sprint, that was uh, that's who that's who Adam's sponsor was. We spent a lot of time there. He spent a lot of time there, um, and it's just a special place uh, to go back to. Always to come back to because there's so many memories of me with him and and him with me and him doing stuff out there. So uh, thank you guys for having us, man. I, I, I just appreciate you helping me helping me sell this book because I mean it, it came from the heart. Uh, some of it was tough. It was tough writing about Adam. It was tough reading reading it out loud and doing the audio book. I will tell you that. But yeah. um, it's just it's just life sometimes, man. You just keep going. You just swerve or die. That's, That's the way it. it is. You just keep going. That's listen. We would we're definitely back on it. So good to hear your voice. Congratulations on the book. It's a it's a beautiful story. And uh, and listen, I'll let you go. You have a great day, my friend. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, guys. Take care, Thank man. You, Thank you. Okay, I, I know we only had a little time. Uh, no, that's great. The- circle back around he's hilarious the book is so good it's so good dude like and i luckily i was able to get to him at the beginning and get i got some information we'll get him if i don't get him tomorrow i'll get him right when we get back because it is it's it's yeah do your job but i mean they were such pragmatic focused human beings and it's such a dangerous world that was changing so very fast the cars were changing. You know, they, you know, right in the middle, they were changing. You know, wheelbases, and they went to the small cars, and the 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 engines were getting bigger, and the speeds were getting faster, and the rules were just happening, and everything from the first time he, he uh, decided to cheat when he got his own car and came on, it was his uh-huh. own man in his early twenties, and they uh, they cut three hundred and fifty pounds out of their three seventy five, I think maybe, <laughs> out of the car. And just the way they did it, and then he realized they didn't think it all the way through. If you're top five, you're going to end up going back to inspection. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, 
he's looking at the guy, and the car's got to weigh, I think, 3350 or something. And, uh, or 3750, or 37, it was going to end up running 3350. And it's all kinds of oopsie doodles. And, 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 and well, and it, he just had to, he had to go, uh, 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 let me tell you something right now. Before, because he knew if it happened in front of the whole garage, mm-hmm. it was going to be a much different experience. And, uh, and we'll talk about that too, because what he did, he just goes, it's going to come up 350 pounds short. And the guy just keeps going, he goes, uh, I'm telling you, we're, we're going to come up. I'm so, uh, I apologize, but we're going to come up three. And, and he stopped waiting, he goes, let me talk to you in the office. Took him into the office, and, and he goes, I appreciate you not creating that situation outside. Now, let's talk about what you did. And what they had done was they obviously knew 6,000 horsepower uh-huh. car uh, or whatever it is, whatever the horse was at the time, 600, whatever it is. Uh, if you have to propel a 3,700-pound car, it's going to go this speed. And if you're doing a 3,300-pound car, it's going to go faster. Yeah. It's just that easy. So they would put lead they had a 45-pound helmet they created. <laughs> they had goggle boxes that were just filled with lead. They had gloves and this other stuff. Oh, and, my God. And so when you'd go through inspection, your stuff would be in your car. Mm-hmm. It would weigh. And then when it would come out of inspection, that stuff would get thrown into a, a mechanic's box, and off you would go for your race. Genius. <laughs> but they worked that hard on it, and they didn't think, oh, they're going to look at us again after uh-huh. the race. <laughs> By the way, the guy goes, all right, I'm going to be so hard on you from this day forward you still have the win. And they walked him through it. But this is a different day. This mm-hmm. is a long time ago. But he goes, you were straight. You didn't cause trouble. And you realized what you'd done. Okay, but I promise you, I'm going to be so far up your ass from this point. And he, nothing ever was said again. He got it. Like, that guy is it's pretty amazing. Class. Yeah. No, this, I have to say, for somebody that doesn't know anything about NASCAR, I think I could read the book and be lost at it. Like, it, it, there's so much. It's about family and trying and being scared and coming through it anyway mm-hmm. and being expected and, and what is love and what is what is teaching a kid what. And it doesn't come across as anything other than you're just absorbed in the book. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I, I read it cover to cover because I, I, I and in no way wanted to put the thing down. It uh, is a really good book called Swerve or Die by Kyle Petty. We'll get him back on again. Stay right there, guys. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.